think it's the first time this year that I've preached. So I'm expecting lots of feedback, okay? It's me team. You know I need it. Come on. I need it. One of my love languages, um, words of affirmation. So come on team, it's up to you. If you want, if you want this to be great, then, then I need you. I need you this morning. Are you with me? Good. All right. Um, I just want to start. I'm talking about overcoming obstacles this morning. And, you know, I'm sure many of us this morning have got stories um, of obstacles that you've overcome, things that have come up in your life that have seemed insurmountable, but somehow, some way, you have overcome those things. And now they are a distant memory. Now they are part of your testimony. Now they are part of the story that you tell, the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, the people that were around you, the way you got through, the people that got around you in that time. You know, it is a story today that you tell. But sometimes we can find that we're still stuck in some of these things. We can find obstacles that come our way and we can find ourselves stuck and we can't find a way through. That obstacle feels like a mountain. And, and then what happens is it becomes really familiar and it becomes normal in our life. And we kind of somehow find ourselves in a place where that's our new normal and that obstacle is a part of our life um, and we find ourselves stuck. In Ezekiel 37, 1 to 5, it says this, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord. And he set me in the middle of a valley, and it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones, I will make breath into you and you will come to life. I want to prophesy today. I want to say to you today that whatever the obstacle is that you are facing, that you can push through it, that this obstacle is not insurmountable. And this morning, my prayer is, is that as we talk, that God will reveal an area in your life that maybe has become familiar and has become normal, but actually God wants you to push through it. And he wants you to have the testimony and he wants you to be able to clear the goodness and faithfulness of God. And he wants you to be able to celebrate the people that came alongside you and push through whatever that thing was. Okay, so... This morning, as we talk about this, we're going to talk about um, what happened with Moses. So Exodus 18, we hear the story um, of Moses. He has brought the Israelites out of Egypt. He's in the desert, and his father-in-law, yes, his father-in-law Jethro, who's a priest of Midian, comes to visit Moses. And Moses is telling him all the amazing things that have happened with the Israelites coming out of Egypt. He is sharing the stories of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. He is talking about how he got to where he was today. And, um, but, but Moses is actually currently in a place where he is quite stuck. He is stressed, he's exhausted, he bog, he's bogged down because what he's found is he's come into this place and he is finding that he's day in, day out is resolving the conflicts of the people. 
So the Israelite people are coming to him. He's sorting it out, and then he's sending them away, and he is bogged. He is stuck in this place, revolving, resolving people's conflicts um, because he's the only person that people come to to get these things sorted out. In Exodus 18.13, we read, The next day Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people. They stood around him from morning until evening, and when his father-in-law saw all Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge? Why all these people stand around you from morning until evening? Moses answered him, Because the people come to see me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it's brought to me, and I decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and laws. Moses' father-in-law replied, What you are doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. And actually Moses couldn't handle it, but he didn't know what to do. He was stuck. It had become familiar. It had become normal. And he found himself day in, day out in this stuck place. Actually Moses... Moses, his job, what he was called to do was to lead the Israelites into the promised land, but he has found himself in this busy place resolving the conflicts. I want to share a little story of of an obstacle that I faced, and many years ago I did Outward Bound. Anyone done Outward Bound? For those of you that don't know what Outward Bound is, it's like a kind of like you can do like a seven-day course. It's in the top of the Marlborough Sounds in the South Island, and you go and you do rock climbing, and you do high ropes, and you go and stay in the bush by yourself for two nights. And you do runs, and you, it's all of this kind of um, physical activity that stretches you above and beyond and gets you out of your comfort zone. So I was all up for this. I was super excited to do it before my 40th birthday, um, and this was going to be great. But there was a high, but there was a, a rock. There was a rock climbing activity, and I had a bit of a thing about about heights, and I'd got that because of a interesting bungee jump experience in Las Vegas a few years prior and so now when I kind of you know it's like you know sky tower and you go up it's like I have to hold on to the side Um, so I was actually really quite fearful of this rock wall that I was going to need to climb as one of these activities that we did but I was like that's okay this is an obstacle in my life I'm going to overcome this thing it's going to be fine so I'm just going to lean into it it's going to be okay I can do this and so we got uh, my team was about seven of us and so we got to this sort of um, rock wall and uh, there was kind of like this big wall there was like this option here is like a kind of safe careful moderate option and this one's a bit more sort of harder and then and then if you sort of look a little bit there there's the cliff and you could see right down it was like I was like even standing over here I was like I see the cliff I see the big it was all a bit full on so then I said okay cool team so who's going to go first so I'm leaning into my I'm going to overcome this thing so I'm just like yeah I'm going to go first I'm excited about that that's going to be awesome I'm just like totally freaking out inside like okay great so they put all my harnesses on and 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 get me going do you want to choose the like the moderate one which is a little bit easier or do you want to go for that and I go yeah no no, I'll go for the I mean I was all talk I'll go for the one on the side I'll go for the scarier one so they harness me all up and I start climbing and it's all good until I get about halfway up and I look down at that cliff and I totally freeze and I'm like my hands are in the kind of crack of that bit there and my feet are like I'm precariously on the side of this sort of cliff 
totally stuck. My legs start shaking, so then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like, it's, it, was just not a, it was just not a good scene. I found myself totally stuck. I couldn't talk myself out of it. I couldn't move myself out of it. I was stuck, and honestly, my mind wasn't working. I didn't know what to do. I was stuck there. Who knows what it's like to be stuck and have no idea of what, how to get unstuck. What do we do to get unstuck? Maybe as you sit here today, God is highlighting to you an area of your life where you are stuck. You know, Moses, he was stuck with the overwhelm of the daily work of dealing with all the people. For me, it was my rock wall, precariously stuck on the side of this rock wall, looking down <laughs> at this uh, massive, massive drop. But I wonder what it is for you. You know, maybe for you, uh, you have found yourself in your relationship stuck. Maybe you have found in your marriage an aspect of your relationship where it's just got really hard and it's become a bit familiar and it's become a bit normal and so you've just let that stay as a stuck place. Maybe for you it's in relationship with your kids or it could be in the area of finances. Maybe you found the obstacle of owning your own home or maybe it's like you found yourself in debt and it's just all too much so you've gone well this is my normal and it's become familiar. Maybe in your career you feel like your boss is out to get you or you feel like there's no obstitu- there's no opportunities ahead so I'm just going to settle for whatever. It doesn't really matter. But actually, you've got this obstacle in front of you. Or maybe actually it's in your relationship with God. And you found yourself feeling like you're not hearing from God. You found yourself distant. You're wondering if he actually is answering your prayers. And you've found yourself quite stuck in that place. But it's become familiar. And it's become a place where you rest and, and, and you're staying You know, we can find ourselves overcome or overwhelmed by our obstacles. We can find ourselves weighed down by these things and they become our normal. But that's not the way God intends it to be. God wants us to push through our obstacles and he wants us to have the testimony and he wants us to have the stories of the goodness and the faithfulness and he wants us to have the stories of the people that have got along beside beside us. The obstacles currently in your life are things to be overcome. The obstacles that are currently in your life are the things to be overcome. Somebody once said, hard things are put in our way not to stop us, but to call out our courage and our strength. And then Mary Kay, who is the founder of a, of a global cosmetic um, organization, said, it's not a problem that we have a problem. It's a problem that we don't deal with the problem. So let's just look at what happened with Moses. So we've got Jethro speaking to Moses in um, chapter 18, verse 19, and he says, Now listen to me, I will give you some advice, and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to him. Teach them the decrees and the Lord's and show them the way to live and the duties that they are to perform. But select capable men from among the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands and hundreds and fifties and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times. Have them bring every difficult case to you, the simple cases they can decide for themselves. 
That will make your light loader because they will share it with you. If you do this and God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain and all these people will go home satisfied. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. So out of that, what do we learn? We learn that Moses listened to his father-in-law. Some of us need to hear that today. And then he did everything that he said such profound, such simple things, but actually things that we mustn't miss because it is in the Bible. When we are stuck and when we face obstacles in our life and we're stuck and we don't know the way through and what we've tried isn't working, then we need to get wise advice and we need to act on it. So there I am, 20 feet up this rock face, um, trying not to look down at that massive drop and really, really stuck. So what I did was I called down to my seven teammates and I said, guys, like, I'm actually stuck here. I have no idea. I was, I was at my wits end. I didn't, I didn't know what to do next. I said, you've got to talk me through this. You have to tell me exactly what I, I need to do. And so they were saying, okay, so um, one of them was yelling up to me, there's a, there's a crack a little bit above where your right hand is, so put your fingers into that. And then what you've got to do is with your, your foot, you just lift it up a little bit and you've got to push through. And as you push through, the shaking will stop and then you'll be able to get your hand in there and then put the other hand there and they talked me through every move that I made and I went up, 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 got up onto the top of the rock face. A little bit shaky, uh, very elated, excited, um, but, you know, I had got there, but I hadn't done it on my own. I had only done it because my team had talked me through it and I'd done exactly what they had said. The funny thing about was that I then abseiled back down, didn't seem to mind that bit, abseiled back down again for my instructor to give me a wicked grin and say, that was so good, Liz, now do it again. It <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> wasn't quite as bad the next time, but um, yeah, we got there. So when I was stuck, when I couldn't see my ways through, I asked my team, what do I do? And I did exactly what they advised me to do. In Proverbs 12, 15, it says, a wise man listens to advice. In James 2, 17, it says, faith, if not accompanied by action, is dead. I could have listened to what they've said and stayed on that wall. I would still be there today, team, because I didn't know what to do. I could have just heard them, but then not done what they'd said. So we get wise counsel, and then we act on it. Here's another quote. If you, if, you always done, if you always do what you've done, you'll always, you'll, we can do this. If you, always, <laughs> if you always do what you've done, you'll always get what you've always got. There we go. We've probably heard lots of versions of that, eh? So we've got to seek. So I, yeah, so I want to say to you today, the obstacle that you're facing, that thing that you're facing, that God's illuminating in your life today, it's become familiar and it's become normal, but God's saying to you today, it's not okay. I want to say to you today, have you actually asked for help? Have you humbled yourself? Have you looked around you? Even in this room here, maybe other people in your world that have actually a little bit ahead of you, that have actually lived what you're living. Maybe they've been through some of what you've gone through. And I want to encourage you today to, to go and tap that person on the shoulder and say, hey, can you help me on the journey? 
um, and then do what they say. <laughs> okay, somebody, somebody has faced what you're facing. Somebody has been through what you've been through. We are not alone. A couple of things I want to say about that, and the first one is this, is taking advice but not taking action. You know, in our role as pastors, we're in the business of helping people, right? So people will come to you and uh, with something that's going on in their world, and you might give them advice. And, and, I, and I'm talking so transparently here, but it can be so frustrating when somebody comes to you, and so then you give them advice, um, and they, they thank you very much for the advice. They go away and don't do anything about what you've suggested, and and then later on possibly even complain um, that nothing's changing in their lives. A person that takes advice but won't take action, they know what they do need to do. They have the answers, but they decide that it's not going to work, not realising that actually they've got to put the advice into practice for it to take effect. Again, me on the rock wall, I would still be there today if I hadn't put into practice the advice that was given to me at the time. James 1.23 says, Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like the man who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away immediately and forgets what he looks like. So getting wise advice is like the guy or the girl who looks in the mirror and realizes that they are a mess. But unless they act on what they've seen, they remain a mess. And it's actually the same in our lives. The other thing I want to say is this, is that we can take action, but not take advice. We can be doing lots of busyness. We can find ourselves in that familiar, in that normal place with our problems, and we can be doing lots of busy, 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 but not taking any advice. I don't need any help, thank you. I've got this covered. I'm good. No, no, leave me alone. I've, I've got it. I've got it sorted. I know what I need to do. Everything's okay. It's not, but we're telling everything it's okay because we're quite sort of proud because we've got it covered. We can sort it out, but we don't, and little changes in our lives. It's like the guy on the Titanic rearranging the chairs. Very, very busy, but should possibly instead be listening to the person that's saying you need to get in the lifeboat. Proverbs 12.15 says this, The way of a fool seems right to him, but the wise person listens to advice. So we have to be careful of these two things. Careful of not acting on the advice and then just not even taking advice from people at all. Allowing people on the journey with us. We're not supposed to do life alone, team. So what happens when we do take advice and what happens when we do act on it? Well, for Moses, he did take his father-in-law's advice, Jethro, and he freed himself from the daily burden of solving problems for people. And he went on to meet with God on the top of Mount Sinai. And what happened? He received the Ten Commandments, which is part of the basis of our legal system globally today. Can you imagine what might have or can you imagine what would have happened if Moses didn't get unstuck? He would have been too busy to get up on the mountain to get time with God. Ramifications would have been massive. Me? Well, what would have happened to me? I'd probably still be their team. <laughs> But what I did learn from that, by taking that advice, I learned that obstacles are to be faced and obstacles are to be overcome. And actually it was a really significant week in my life. And, and, and now when I look at obstacles, they don't seem like the mountain, they just are something to push through. And often, often, I can't do it by myself. 
I've got to ask for help. I've got to look around me and see who's God put around that's actually to help me journey this piece of my story. And then we reach out to those people. We get that support that we need. Maybe actually it's getting it in from the word of God. Maybe it's the spirit of God speaking to you and then he tells you what to do and then you do what he says. Maybe it's that. So I wonder today if you're facing an obstacle in your life. And I want to say to you today, I want to encourage you today that actually you can do something about that. And if God's highlighted to you that there's an area of your life that he wants you to push through, that he wants you to overcome, then there is a way that you can do it with God and there is a way that you can do it with people. But you've got to do something about it. And my prayer today is that you'll pick that thing back up and you'll go, yeah, this is an obstacle. This is not something that's a part of me. It's not part of my life. It's something I'm going to push through. So how do we do that? We get some advice counsel. We allow someone to speak into our situation. And we look for someone who's got fruit in their life. We look in the life of somebody that's got something that we want, somebody that's already walked the path that we've walked. And then we take action. We take the wise advice. We take action. We do something. Maybe actually God's been speaking to you today, and so before you leave the service today, you need to write down what it is that God's been saying. That's that first part of taking action and doing something about it. Maybe you need to have a conversation with someone before you leave the service today and say, hey, I know you've walked some of this walk. Would you do a bit of it with me? Or would you pray with me? Would you give me some advice? In the first service, um, I, after the first service, I, I felt like God spoke to me as I was giving this in the last service. And I realized that there was an area that there was an obstacle. And so in the cafe time in between services, I did go and sit down with one of the couples in our church. And I said, actually, what do we do here? This is a situation that we're facing. What would you do? And they were able to speak into our situation, wisdom and, and encouragement and um, faith into the situation. And actually, I've come away knowing what I need to do. I now need to daily bring that thing before God. I need to pray. I've got, I've got a plan. I now have a plan. I didn't have a plan before. I was floundering. I was stuck. I didn't know what to do. So can I encourage you today to have a conversation with somebody and get free of that obstacle? And maybe for some of us, you actually just feel like those dry bones. You feel like those obstacles have become your normal and it's familiar. And this morning, we want God to breathe on you and we want him to show you how to move forward again. I wonder if you'd just stand with me now. And I'd really love to pray for you. And I'm going to pray that God will show you where you are stuck. And I'm also going to pray that God will show you who your Jethro is. Who is that person that's to come alongside you for this next part of the journey? Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for everyone here this morning, Father, and I thank you for the incredible journey that we've all had such thus far. I thank you for the stories of your goodness and your faithfulness. I thank you, God, for the testimonies. Father, I thank you for the people that have come alongside us, Lord, but for this area, Lord God, that we might find ourselves stuck in right now. Jesus, we just ask that you would breathe on us, Father, that you would give us wisdom. God, would you give us next steps, Father? Lord, would you show us who that person is, Lord God, that we need to reach out to? Father, help us to put aside our pride and to humbly 
get the help that we need, Lord God. Father, that we would overcome those obstacles in our life, Lord God, that were never meant to stay with us, that were never meant to become familiar and normal, Lord God. Father, that we can push through those obstacles, Lord God, and, and, and walk into the, the hope and the future, the purposes that you have for us, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Jesus, that you are with us, that you love us, Lord God, and Father, that we're going to get through this in Jesus' name. I want to say this 